Blog Talk Radio. We know that quality care for your most precious gift is your highest priority. Worry no more. The Children's School offers early childhood education that counts. We provide a variety of learning activities to enable all of our children to grow and learn at their own pace. We ensure that quality attention is offered to every child. The Children's School provides a stable, fun, and safe learning environment for your child. Located in the Germantown section of Philadelphia, we accept children 6 weeks through 5 years of age. We are open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call us today for a visit at 215-991-1767 or email us at childrenschool.thl at gmail.com. Love Talk Radio. Thirty-one questions for the Mukmanoon. Have you ever cried because of sins you have committed? Inshallah. Did Shaitan ever make you feel like the past can't be repented? Yes. Do you really love Allah or just words that you utter? Do you feel like your innocence has been drained by the gutter? Yes. Can you love sooner and still love to backbite? No. How many days you woke up Muslim and Kafir by night? Allahu Akbar. If you was on trial for being Mukmin, would they have enough evidence to convict you? If you die right now, how long would it take for the Ummah to forget you? Allahu Akbar. Can you answer the questions in the grave, or do you have to study for that test? Allah, I hope so. And what would be the words you utter at the moment of your last breath? What are you prepared to sacrifice for the sunnah? Did you ever take part in spreading the vicious rumor? If so, how far did it go? How many people really know? On the day of judgment, how many mukmans you going to host? Why are you the last of Juma and the first to leave? Is that an indication of how much you really believe? Why do you say things out of your mouth that's not in your heart? Allahu Don't you know Mukmans live in the light and Kufars live in the dark? Um, I do. How can a month go by and you miss every salat? Where is your desire? Allahu Ah, you show for the fire. Muslims and Muslims, fill the Lord for more hopeful dreamer. It's either heaven or hell. My beat or the Dajel. Allah or Shaitan. Fly girl novels or ayahs of the Holy Quran. Standing on street corners at the end of the block. Or at the masjid making salat. You can either listen or turn your head. Because this earth is a paradise for the grateful dead. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Inna lil muttaqina mafaza. Hadaika wa a'naba. Wa kawaiba atraba. 
وكأسا دحاقا لا يسمعون فيها لغوا ولا كذابا جزاء من ربك عطاء حسابا رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما الرحمن لا يملكون منه خطابا السلام عليكم وعليكم السلام Brother, you heard the Dean Overdunia show? Dean Overdunia, that sounds familiar Wait, hold on, let me think Dean Overdunia, Dean Overdunia yeah. Dean Overdunia show Y'all heard about that joint, my man hosts that joint Safe or hot Mashallah, Mashallah, so you like the joint? I love it What's your name? Noah And what they listening to? Dean Overdunia Assalamu alaikum Waikul Salim Dean Overdunia 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 Show Dean Overdunia Show I am Sister Aisha and this is the Dean Overdunia Show Assalamu alaikum Arakum sallallahu wa barakatuh I'm your host Sifu Haq And you're listening to the Dean Overdunia Show the number one Islamic radio show in America, alhamdulillah. Before we begin, like always, we want to give blessings to the Messenger of Allah, sallam, and we want to send praises to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, we will have the tawfiq of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we will be blessed. And alhamdulillah, that's the inahu, when that's the finahu, when that's the unu, when that's the inahu. In alhamdulillah, and that's the end of who, and that's the fiddle who. When I will be Allah, he may show who we in Fusana, or men said the early manliness, me, I did he laugh for la, Mudilla, or men yuklo for la, had the la, where shadow la, Ilaha, and Allah, walk through la, Sharikala, where shadow in Mohammed and Abdul Husulu, who saw the law himself. And my back. Before I begin, I'd like to say all praise belong to Allah. We seek his aid, we seek his help. We seek refuge in the law from Shaitan and his minions, and we seek refuge in the law from the footprints of Shaitan that will lead us to hell from naught. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for our sins, our faults, and our errors. And whoever Allah guides, none can lead astray. And whoever Allah leads you straight, none can guide. And I bear witness without any hesitation, any compulsion, that is no God but Allah. And I bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is last prayer for the messenger. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Am I back? My dear brothers and sisters, tonight's show, we want to talk about the marriage life versus the single life. The marriage life versus the single life, inshallah. But before we begin, I want to thank all the brothers and sisters that supported the Dino Wadunya movie. Alhamdulillah, it was a success. It was out in the major theaters in, in Philadelphia, the the, uh, the Pearl Theater. Um, a lot of Muslims came out and showed support, Alhamdulillah. And at the end of the, uh, the movie, it was a standing ovation. And a lot of Muslims were saying, Allahu Akbar. So that right there is a beautiful thing, Alhamdulillah. If you want to see the Dean of Madunia movie, you can go online to Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O, V-I-M-E-O, on demand. You go to Google, type in Vimeo on demand, V-I-M-E-O on demand, and type in Dino Vadunia, and you can uh, watch the entire movie, Alhamdulillah, uh, for uh, $9.99, inshallah. 
or you can go to Amazon Instant Video. You can go to Amazon Instant Video, inshallah. Uh, if you have an iPad or iPhone, you can download the um, Instant Video, Amazon Video app. And you just type in Dina will do you the movie, and it should come up, inshallah. Um, you can, uh, you can um, rent it on there, and you can buy it on there as well, inshallah. So that's Vimeo on demand. You can get the movie on there, inshallah, alhamdulillah, or you can go to Amazon as the video. Alhamdulillah. So tonight we want to talk about the married life versus the single life. This is what we want to discuss, inshallah, if it pleases the loss of the island. And for all those who's listening, I ask you to text all your family members and all your coworkers and ask them to tune into the Dina Wadunia show. This is like our first time being on the air since we released the Dino Will Do You movie, Alhamdulillah. Uh, next week, we will start to film the movie Cover Girls. And if you love Dino Will Do You movie, you're going to love Cover Girls, Alhamdulillah. But tonight, we want to talk about the married life, inshallah. And we want to talk about getting married as opposed to the single life. This is what we want to discuss tonight, inshallah, if it pleases Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we want to talk about the benefits of marriage. We want to talk about the benefits of marriage in this life and the benefits of marriage in the hereafter. We want to talk about the benefits of some of the single life. And we want to talk about the harms of single life, inshallah. So we want to begin with this. You may ask yourself, Right. Why should you get married? Like what's the what's the motivation to get married? Why why should I get married? Why is marriage such an important thing? Why is Saifu Hawk talking about marriage? What is it about marriage that I should rush to do it? What is it about marriage that's gonna increase my life? Alhamdulillah. You should note that people are all the same when it comes to marriage. The basic principle is that Marriage is the way of the messenger of Allah, so that's something. It is prescribed, applies to all people, but it may be more important in some people than others. That's, the, that's what we want to understand, that the messenger of Allah of marriage is part of his sunnah. It's a very important part of his sunnah. And it's all across the board. Every person on the face of the earth shouldn't get married. But it's more important to some Muslims than other Muslims. I want to make this very clear. It's more important to some Muslims to get married than other Muslims. And what do I mean by that? Ibn Qadamah, may Allah be pleased with him, said, with regard to marriage, he says there are three types. He says, one, some that fear that they may fall into the haram if they do not get married. Such a person has to get married immediately, according to the majority of the fuqaha. Because he has to keep himself chaste and protect himself against the doing of haram things. And the way and the way to do that is to get married. So according to Ibn Khadama, which is a major Islamic scholar, he says that when it comes to getting married, it's three types of people. He says the first type of person is a person who fears that he's going to commit the haram. Or she's going to commit the haram. And I'm talking to every Muslim brother and sister in the city of Philadelphia. 
I'm talking to every Muslim brother and sister on the planet Earth, but in, 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 as regards to Philadelphia. Because you have some sisters that feel as though they don't need to get married. They don't need a man. You have some brothers that feel as though they don't need to get married. They don't need a female. But that's fine if that's how you feel. But understand this, right? I want you to really understand this. The moment you fornicate, the moment that you are about to fornicate, the marriage is no longer marriage. It is obligatory for marriage. And to stay single another second or another day longer, it is haram. You're committing a sin in the sight of a lost dependent either. Don't understand that. You can remain single as long as you want, but the moment that you think about committing zinat, the moment you commit zinat, the marriage is obligatory for you to get married. It is obligatory. Before you think about committing zinat, the marriage is a sunnah. It's a highly recommended sunnah that you should get married. In fact, the messenger of Allah, so that some said, those who do not get married is not from my generation. They're not from me. So the moment you think about committing zinat, the marriage is obligatory. I want you to understand that. When the thought crosses in your mind, brothers and sisters who are single, when the thought crosses into your mind that I'm going to go sleep with this brother, I'm going to go sleep with that sister, that moment, marriage is obligatory for you to get married. It's not an option. It's not a sooner anymore. It's obligatory. And the moment, the longer you, de- you delay that marriage of getting married, you're committing a sin before a loss of penalty either. You're committing a sin before a loss of penalty either. And Allah subhanahu wa says in the Quran, see, this is the problem. We think that Allah subhanahu wa is joking with us. We think this deed of Islam is a game. We think that our feeble minds and our limited understanding that we can outthink the Lord of the creatures, the Lord of the worlds. Allah says in the Quran, he says that if you find a party guilty of zinah, if you find a party guilty of zinah, right, the word zinah means illegal sex. But the messenger of Allah broke the word down into two for uh, fornication and adultery. You know, for the fornicator, they get lashes. For the adulterer, they get stoned. But he says, Allah says, for if you find someone guilty of zinat, illegal sex, then whip them with a hundred lashes. Whip them with a hundred lashes and do not let compassion and emotion move you in the crates decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to the person that's finding that the judge, the person that's going to commit the uh, the hudu on these on these people, that when you find someone guilty of committing zinah, then whip them with a hundred lashes. Whip them with a hundred lashes. And do not let compassion move you in the case decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that when you whip them with a hundred lashes, it's going to be a point where it's going to be 56 lashes and they're going to be crying and they're going to be screaming and they're going to be begging you. He's saying, do not let compassion move you. Do not let compassion move you in a case decreed by the law of penalty either. Meaning that this is the punishment for illegal sex. This is the punishment for illegal sex. Fornicating and adultery has a major impact on society. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that when illegitimate children are born, and that's the norm of society, when it's normal for a Muslim couple 
that's not married to have a baby, and that baby is born out of wedlock. He says that look for the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that's society. At the hands of those those children that's born out of wedlock. They was born bastards. They was born uh uh not knowing who their father was. When they get older they want to cause havoc and wreak havoc on society. Because people think that this is this is cool. It's cool to just have babies out of wedlock. People think that this is fine. People don't make it a big deal no more to get married. They don't. They don't think that this is, is something that they want to do because they keep choosing uh, mates that's not compatible with them. You know, you have the, the Muslim brother who feels as though he has to marry his baby mom. You have the Muslim sister who feels as though she has to marry her baby baby father. That because that person is your baby father and is your baby mom don't mean that that person is good for you in marriage. The only thing that you two have together is the child that you had by committing Zinat. That's all you have together. There's no no book. There's no hadith. There's no Quranic ayat that says that this person is going to be good for you as a husband. Because you have certain sisters that feel that she's not marrying no other brother except the baby father. She don't care that he's a criminal. She don't care that he's a detriment to society. She don't care that he don't work. She don't care that he's not a good Muslim and he don't love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She's not marrying no one other than her baby father. So therefore, her life is going to be a living hell because she's doing something not for Allah, not for his messenger, but for her own personal gain because she says that it's better for the family that we stick together. But what people don't understand is that Allah is good. He only accepts what is good. If you started off a relationship with a haram action, and now that this is your baby mother or your baby father, who told you that marrying them is what's best for your dean? You know them. But then when you marry the brother, you realize that he's not a good father. He don't spend no time with his son or his daughter. And you complain about it as if you don't know his character. You don't know who this individual is. This is the problem that we have in our society. This is the problem that we have in our society. And we have to recognize. And we have to realize that a loss of penalty island is the only the only thing that can facilitate happiness in a marriage is the only thing that can facilitate a good spouse. So when you're looking for a spouse, you have to search for someone who loves the loss of penalty island, someone who loves this dean, someone who is going to be a benefit to you and your family, not someone who just happens to be the baby father, not someone who just happens to be the baby mother and feel as though this is going to benefit you. This is going to get you uh, something that's good but for loss of penalty island. What is the benefits of marriage? Honestly, what is the benefits of marriage? Ask yourself. You ever ask yourself what is the benefits of marriage? I'll tell you the benefits of marriage by giving you the opposite. Inshallah. 
right? If you commit Zena or someone who's not your wife, you get a hundred lashes. One hundred. Just by committing Zena or someone that's not your wife, you get a hundred lashes. Right? So do you know the pain of a hundred lashes, what that represents? Not only do you get a hundred lashes, the message of Allah used to ban that Muslim couple from the from the community up to one year. One year they was banned from the community. Think about that. And every time you committed an act of um, illegal sex for you to do any other thing that's disobedient to Allah. Because having illegal sex is like the Pandora's box. It's like if you can commit zina, then you can do anything. You can you can do anything under the sun because this is an act that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions by name in the Quran. Don't go near zina. It's an abomination. It's an abomination. When you commit acts of zina, your iman leaves your, your body. It leaves your soul. Think about that. The moment you make love, the moment you have sex with this sister, this brother, your iman leaves your body. It's gone. You don't have no iman in that particular moment that you're committing zina. And according to one of the ulama, there's no guarantee that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to bring the iman back to you. There's no guarantee that Allah is going to bring your iman back to you. So if you're a Muslim brother, if you're a Muslim sister, and you wonder why you don't make salat no more, you wonder why you're not interested in listening to lectures, you wonder why why it's easy for you to keep committing zinat, and it's easy for you to keep committing sin, you're lying, you're stealing, you're backbiting. It's because the law has taken away your iman, because you are a habitual fornicator. You refuse to get married. You refuse to get married even though you have the means. See, this is a person in the sight of Allah is 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 more wrath of Allah Taala. You have the means to get married. You have certain brothers out there that make fifty thousand dollars a year. They drive nice cars. They have their own apartment. They have good looks. Sisters flock to them. They have the means to get married. They have the ability to get married. They're healthy, yet they refuse to. They refuse to do the right thing even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the ability to. This person is going to keep committing zina until he has the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on him. Then you have the Muslim sister who she's very attractive. She's not ugly. She's very attractive. She has a lot going on for her. She has her own job. She makes money. You know, she has a high status in the community Yet she keep committing zina. Keep committing zina. And she don't have to. She can ask for whatever she wants as her diary. Yet she keep, she keep committing zina with a low life. Someone that's dragging her to the hellfire. This is who she chooses to spend her time with. These type of people will, will receive the worst punishment from a lost dependent island. Because they think the loss of Allah is a game. They think it's a joke. They think that, that their judgment doesn't exist. They think that they can do whatever they want on the face of the earth without no consequences to their actions. 
But let's talk about married life. The moment you get married, right, every single time that you look at your wife, you get a good deed. You say, how is that possible? If you look at a Muslim sister that's not your wife in a lustful way, is that not a sin? Does the Lord not say, lower your gaze? So every time you look at your wife is a good deed. Every time you touch your wife is a, is a good deed. Every time you make love to your wife is a good deed. For every single time that you make love to your wife is a good deed. So not only are you enjoying the benefits of marriage, you in, you not only are you enjoying the benefits of pleasure, of sex, and lovemaking, I don't know. Uh, we're having some te- technical difficulties with uh, the machine and everything, but 
I'm going to um, speak from on the phone, inshallah. We don't have that much time left anyway, inshallah, on the show, but the point that I'm making is that this religion of Islam is not a game. It's not a joke. And we have to realize that. We have to be people that's willing to sacrifice for Allah and his messenger. And if you truly love somebody, your love is on feel about Allah, how Allah subhanahu feels about them. We cannot just love people just for the sake of love. That's not Islamic. And when Allah says in the Quran that he put love between the hearts, it's very clear that the love he's talking about is love fi This is the love that the Messenger of Allah says you should love your brother more than you love yourself. Your brother is the person who's Allah subhanahu loves, and they love Allah subhanahu wa And on the Day of Judgment, when there's seven types of people who will be in the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those, one of those Muslims is ones who love each other for the pleasure of Allah. They come together for the feasibility and they depart feasibility If a person is not doing what they need to do as a Muslim, you don't hang around them. You say, listen, I can't be with you because you're not doing what you need to do as a Muslim. You're not, you're not fulfilling the obligations of a Muslim. You, you're sinning. You're committing. You're robbing Muslims. I can't be around that. I can't condone that. But when they repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, come back to the fold of Islam, now you can be with them. Now you can hang around them. You can't be with a with a with a man who do not work make prayer. You cannot be with a man who do not give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his rights. You cannot be with a man who do not want to take care of his children. He do not want to provide for them. You can't be with this individual. You can't be with a man who's constantly committing uh, adultery. And vice versa, you can't be with a Muslima who do not want to obey her husband. She do not want to make prayer. You can't be with these individuals because for the sheer sake of being with them, you have to draw a line in the sand. You have to take the side of a lost penalty island. This is not a game. This is not a game. But mashallah, I want to take the time out right now, and I want to, uh, I just want to play you a clip from my movie that I just made, Dina Wadun, inshallah. And this particular clip is about, is a sit-down that me and my wife in the movie, we had a, our first sit-down. And this is how the congregation went. And as we was talking, the security that was there with us as a third party was talking to some other Muslim brothers that they seen on the next next bench over, inshallah. So here's one of the clips from the movie they know we're doing, inshallah. I'll be right back. So they say, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum Mom, so how you doing? Mashallah, doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm pretty bad, you know. I was I was glad to hear that you wanted to have a little have a little meet with me, inshallah. That's why I got the security over here, I mean, so we wouldn't be alone, have a third party. I'm doing that. Um, so uh, what you looking for in a husband? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty much looking for what almost any woman is looking for. You know, I believe most sisters are looking for a protector, a provider, um, someone who's going to come home at night, and most important, someone who's going to hold my hand and walk me through the gates of paradise. Hey, that's a wall. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, how y'all know we was Muslim? Look at it. Look at it, huh? 
What's going on, though? It's kind of hope we all told us, right? And we don't see y'all around the mass theater, but... Hey, man, I ain't even going to the mass theater later, man. We just been out here. I guess you all know you're seeing it, I ain't on mine. MashaAllah, alhamdulillah. And I want to thank all the Muslim brothers and sisters that uh, came out and supported the Dean of Odea movie. And lost my dollar. May he reward you. Alhamdulillah. But um, tonight's show is marriage life versus the single life, inshallah. And I'm trying to encourage brothers and sisters that do not want to get married that they should get married. And I'm trying to give them reasons why they should get married. But earlier we was talking about uh, the three types of Muslims or the three types of people that uh, that, 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 that did get married. So for the first one is one who fall into uh, sin or fall into fear that he or she believes that they don't get married, they're going to commit zina. So therefore marriage is obligatory for them. The second type of Muslim is uh is that marriage is most to have for them. This is the one who feels desire but there's no danger of his falling to haram. It is better for him to get married than to devote himself to uh, uh acts or sunnah prayers. This is the view of the uh, the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them and give them good deeds. So according to the scholars, um Ibn Khadama, that the second type of Muslim is one who they don't desire to get married, and they don't have the inclination to like fall into haram because they don't have they know how to control themselves. But even then, he says that the Sahaba they did not want to die practicing abstinence. They did not want to die, you know, uh, not married. You know, the Sahabas wanted to follow the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, so that some so they got married. That one of the Sahaba said that if he had ten, ten days to live, and he knew for a fact that he would die on the 10th day, then he would get married in order to follow the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, so In another hadith, three sahabas came to the masjid um, asking about the Messenger of Allah, so but he was not there. So one sahaba said that, I will fast, and I will not break my fast. I will fast every day of my life, and I will not break my fast. Another sahaba said that, I will never get married. You know, he says that I will never get married and I will be remain uh, chaste. Another Sahaba said, I will pray all night and I will never uh, go to sleep. So the messenger, was, the messenger of Allah, so that's what I'm heard this. So he says that, now, when he said this, he said he's not boosting. He says, I am better than all of you and I fear Allah more than all of you. And he says that I sleep at night and I fast and I break my fast and I also get married. So he's telling them that it don't make you a righteous person because you fast all night. I mean, you fast all year. It don't make you a righteous person because you pray all night. It doesn't make you righteous because you don't get married. What makes you righteous is following the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. This is the sole reason why you do what you do as a Muslim because you want to implement the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. That's it. You don't care why he did this. You don't, That doesn't factor in when it comes to love of the sunnah. You do it because if you follow the sunnah, Allah will be pleased with you based on the sheer fact that you follow the sunnah. Allah says in the Quran, if you love Allah, then follow the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. 
and only then will Allah love you back and forgive you your sins. This is what Allah says. So it don't matter why you follow the sunnah. That doesn't factor in. Do it because Allah will forgive you your sins and he will love you by following the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. And this is how we have to think. We have to stop thinking or using our intellect to try to justify why we don't want to follow the sunnah. Just do it with no questions asked. Now, mashallah. So before I leave off the air tonight, I want to give you a second clip, uh, inshallah, from the Dina with William movie. This is a this is a uh, this is another clip from the Dina with William movie. Inshallah, if you want to watch the full movie, you can go to Vimeo on demand, V I M um, E O. You can go to Amazon and type in Google and then type in V I M E O on demand. And when you go there, type in Dino with Dunya, you can watch the full movie and show it off for nine ninety nine. Or you can go to Amazon Instant Replay, Amazon Instant Replay, Amazon Instant Video. Uh, if you have an iPad or iPhone, you can download the app on your phone, and you can watch the Dino with Dunya movie on there. You can rent it, or you can buy it on there. But here's another clip from the Dino with Dunya movie and show it off. Salaam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nah, you know it's been about five years now, and not one day went by. Have I ever thought about taking a second one? And I believe I have that, so I think I'd be ungrateful for asking the lost with Allah for another way. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's so much ungrateful because I think it's actually a nitma, you know, for the simple fact. Like the doctor told me a few years back, well, you know already that I couldn't have children, and I know how you feel about children. So I just feel as though it would be really selfish of me not to even want that for you. You know, you want for your sisters what you want for yourself. You want for your brothers what you want for yourself. I want children. You want children. We want children. So why wouldn't you get you a wife who could bear children and we all could be a family? Well, what I'm going to do is, you know, I want to make sure I can cut an extra law to bless you with a child. Inshallah. Now, so that was a clip from the Dina Wadunya movie, Alhamdulillah. Um, like I was saying, if you want to watch the movie, you can go to uh, go to Google, type in Vimeo on demand, V-I-M-E-O. On demand, you can see the entire movie. The movie got five stars on Amazon Instant Video. Uh, the movie got a standing ovation when it went off, Alhamdulillah. Uh, all the Muslims were saying, Allahu Akbar, you know. He got now 95% good reviews, mashallah, you know. Alhamdulillah, 95% good reviews, so Alhamdulillah. And only people who didn't like the movie were saying that uh, movie and video was haram, you know, so you can't please everybody. But Alhamdulillah, that uh, that uh, we we uh, we was able to, uh, to air the movie in the movie theater. So that's a, that's a beautiful thing, inshallah. So, mashallah, the next show that we will have, uh, 
next Dean of Dunya show that we will have, inshallah, will be tomorrow night. So stay tuned, inshallah. And um, if you want to hit me up on Instagram, you can go to the underscore Muslim underscore director, T-H-E underscore M-U-S-L-I-M underscore D-I-R-E-C-T-O-R underscore the Muslim, the underscore Muslim underscore director, or you can hit me up on Facebook, which is Nasruddin, that's N-A-A-S-R hyphen U-L-D-E-E-N, Nasr, N-A-A-S-R hyphen U-L-D-E-E-N, inshallah. So the next show we will have will be the Dean of Virginia show tomorrow. Please support the Dean of Virginia movie. We will start filming Cover Girls maybe tomorrow or next week, inshallah. And make the while for Cover Girls to be a successful movie and that the sisters can benefit from it, inshallah. As-salamu alaykum. Ar-Rakmasallahi wa barakatuh. We know that quality care for your most precious gift is your highest priority. Worry no more. The Children's School offers early childhood education that counts. We provide a variety of learning activities to enable all of our children to grow and learn at their own pace. We ensure that quality attention is offered to every child. The Children's School provides a stable, fun, and safe learning environment for your child. Located in the Germantown section of Philadelphia, we accept children six weeks through five years of age. We are open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call us today for a visit at 215-991-1767 or email us at childrenschool.thl at gmail.com.